Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Show served up hot and fresh here on the fan. Everywhere you go, Wisconsin's all in, staying six feet apart and keeping gathering smaller ways we can all help defeat the virus. Be a good neighbor. Show us how you're all in using hashtag WeAreAllIn. Learn more at WeAreAllInWI.com. Let's get the latest from Green Bay from Mike Clemens, brought to you by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Watch the Green Bay games at Jim Dandy's with $2 domestic taps, $3 rails, and $4 imports, plus free food at halftime. JimDandy'sGrill.com. All right, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, Steve Sparky Fiber, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and this man, Michael Clemens. Good afternoon, Michael. Big show. I just want to make this point to afternoon show listeners is that you know, sometimes these primetime games, they have so much energy and excitement and, frankly, hype at the start of the broadcast and in the first half is that they kind of they start sort of falling asleep when, in fact, that's where the game is won. And I think the most important to think about is that the reason you're 3-0 and is because you went up against a 15-year veteran like Sean Payton as a head coach and, you know, 20 years of Drew Brees, and you didn't blow it. You won the game. And even though there weren't fans in the stands except 750 family members, you pulled this thing off. And, uh, you know, you guys talked about Aaron Rodgers drawing them off sides, getting the uh, pass interference call on Lazard, which set him down at the one-yard line for the touchdown to uh, Lazard. But, you know, I thought w- w- what was most amazing is just that drive itself, that Aaron Rodgers, now he's up by three, thanks to that Zadarius uh, play on Taysom Hill. They get a field goal, so they're up 30-27. But there's six and a half minutes left in the clock, and that's Drew Brees on the other side. And if you're, if you're out in two minutes, I guarantee you Brees is going to turn around and drive the ball down the field, take six, seven minutes off the clock, leave you with 18 seconds, and you're going to lose the football game. And I asked Aaron Rodgers about that after the game. How critical was that drive? Yeah, Mike, that's what good teams do. You know, they, they close it out. And our defense gave us a couple of really important stops, and we needed to pay them back right there. I love the call 
coming out. You know, Matt and I were talking during the TV timeout. He was offering up a couple plays, and I was with him and Han a little bit about the first call, and I uh, looked over at Tim Boyle on the sidelines, and, and Devontae was standing next to him, and I, uh, I kind of nodded like I wanted that first call. So I give Matt credit for sticking with that, and uh, that throw to Jace, you know, the, the awareness to, to realize the ball's probably coming on a back shoulder there was good that got us going and then obviously you know the, the offsides and the and the pi on the same play was a, a big one for us um, putting us down there on the one giving us a chance to go up two scores and really put the game away you know when you look at this this packers offense obviously they're scoring points um at a high clip right now you look at the head coach it doesn't seem like i don't want to take a shot at mccarthy but it doesn't seem like he's like mccarthy in the aspect that he takes his foot off the gas once they get the lead and try to you know, play it out uh, and not try to pile on necessarily. This is a situation again where you got about six months left to go in this in this football game, and I got a feeling with McCarthy, it would have been run, 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 and not maybe attack nearly as much as they did. Right, and and I thought it looked to me though, it looked to me like wow, they are not only trying to add to their three point lead, but they're trying to clock this game because they're they're dumping off to Aaron Jones left, off to the right. Uh, then Aaron Rodgers uh, is trying to – he had one that went incomplete uh, to Alan Lazard. But to me, that looked like a four-minute uh, offense. That you, when you're up by two possessions, you run the four-minute offense at that part of the game so that your team, your opponent can't get the ball back twice with an onside kicks and all that. So I, I said to Lafleur, were you trying to clock the game or just trying to get extra points? Yeah, that's never the mindset, Mike. It's, it's always about scoring and um... – you know, we, we, we were going to be aggressive, certainly when given the opportunity, when we're in position, I thought Aaron did a great job of managing the clock. I thought our guys, you know, did a great job um, in that regard. But, you know, the mindset is to score, to make it a two possession game, however long that takes. Yeah, if, if we can eat up the majority of the clock, that's great. But if not, we're going to have to go out there and, and play defense and, and expect to get you know, a stop. You know, one of the guys that has played really good defense when he's been asked to and really stepped in for Tremont Williams has been Shannon Sullivan. Uh, and again, as many missed tackles as they made in this game, Shannon Sullivan did come up with a big one. Right. You know, you'd lost the momentum when Breeze is looking downfield and then he dumps it off to Kamara. He goes 52 yards, six guys missed tackles. Then Zadarius comes back. He sees that Taysom Hill's back there running a gadget play and he goes for it because he knows that Taysom's probably not going to drop back to pass. He's going to be back there a second, so that'll give me the extra second to bring him down. Now you're up by three, and you run that drive. But the, before you get to this point, you know, the, the Saints get the ball back. They're only down by two, and they got eight minutes on the clock. And this defense goes three and out. I mean, you got uh, uh, Chris Barnes stopping Alvin Kamara for, on a run play. And then you've got uh, Ty Summers making a nice stop on Harris. And then they run a screen, which usually is a great play for the New Orleans Saints. And you've got Shannon Sullivan out there at the, at the nickel who smells this out. And I asked him, is that something, you know, you, do you get into the flow of the game and sort of figure out what the Saints are doing, or is that something you saw during the week? Oh, we had more than that. We had 13. Uh, um well, definitely, you know, we knew we needed to stop. Uh, I believe that my play was third and five, and uh, we was able to just recognize the, you know, the screen by Kamara. You know, that's the guy they wanted to get the ball to. Kevin set the edge, and, you know, I was able to make a play. So, so then today we talked to uh, Ty Summers, 
and this is going to be now your guy calling the defenses with the radio helmet for at least the next couple of weeks because Christian Kirksey has the shoulder injury. And let's face it, they brought Christian Kirksey to fill the gap for Blake Martinez. I think they were probably hoping he'd be there till November or December, but now he's going to be out a couple of weeks with a, another injury. And Ty Summers goes in there and, you know, did a pretty good job. I mean, he, he missed some tackles, too. He, had, he led the team with nine tackles in his 40 snaps in the game. And I said, though, you know, Ty, I mean, here's something that you guys can build on in terms of what playoff football is going to be like. With that stop, just before Rodgers got it and that touchdown Lazard, you got that stop in the fourth quarter when you needed it. Bottom line is I'm always trying to prepare like I'm going to play regardless um, what ends up happening and because um, I know I'm active, you know, and as long as I'm active, there's there's always a chance that something happens that I'm in there. So obviously now that I got a chance on defense and I recognize that there was areas I could have been more prepared in, I'm going to recognize that and put a little more emphasis on that this week to make sure that I'm more fine-tuned just in case I need to be called upon again. Hi, fourth quarter Sunday night after Zadarius comes up with that play on Taysom, you get a field goal. That next series is a three and out. I think Chris Barnes stopped Camaro, and then you stop Harris, and then uh, Channon comes up with a play. At that mm-hmm. point, are you seeing things that you saw through the game, or is this like a, a different package? I mean, because that is a critical stop against Drew Brees and those guys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just we found a way to string three together, um, and that's something that uh, we weren't doing at times in the game. You know, we had a couple good plays, then we let them convert, or we'd have – one good play, they convert again. We miss tackles. There was just, you know, times that we need to – I mean, that's how we're capable of playing. We're capable of doing that. All it takes is doing our job, securing tackles. And that's something that obviously we can do. We showed it, and we just need to be consistent at doing such. You know, Mike, uh, they missed a lot of tackles in that game. And, I mean, they, they're going to have to shore that up. And, and I know they do work on tackling drills, but – I think if, if they don't get that rectified, I think that, that could cause them to lose their first game. Absolutely. Uh, and then and Matt LaFleur was asked uh, yesterday after he looked at the game film, it was bad. I mean, you know, yeah. we counted 10, and he said, yeah, the coach is graded as 13 missed tackles. <laughs> Always. And, and then at that point, the conversation was like, you thinking about throwing on the pads and having a little live session, you know, a little tune-up? He goes, no, never. No, we're in the middle of. We only did that in the eighties, uh, uh, Mike. <laughs> well, yeah, you would have been, yeah. and you would have run, had to run like a mile in pads, yeah, too, right, 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 right. Forest no would have had scrimmaging, yeah. There's no water. No, no water, no walkthroughs, none. Just That's put the why pads didn't on. Win, Mike. But you know, all, <laughs> so much of what these guys are doing, it, it's on, it's on tape. It's, it's all in their head, and I don't even think they'll, you know, they'll spend an extra minute on the field necessarily right. grabbing donut pads and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. These guys coach so much more to the film. And the, and the other thing, too, is here's the big difference. In just the last, well, two years since LaFleur's taken over. Right. Gary, there's like eight guys on the practice field taking um, you know, shots from 10 feet away of drills. Right. right. So it's not just the, 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 the cherry picker up at the right. end of the field anymore. They right. Got, they got two cameramen just on drills you know, where they're handing off the football, they're doing the gauntlet, that kind of stuff, so that right. they can see that eye level from 10 feet away. So right. it's so much more what go, what's going on in your head, mm-hmm. not what's on the field. So the other big story today is the Titans. They're on the road 
And this is what was the problems for the, the St. Louis Cardinals, right, in baseball. They're on the road, and something, something screws up in their procedures and protocol, and the Titans then get COVID, and, uh, and now they're worried about it. You know, they, they infected those Vikings players when they played in that game. They got eight people in the Titans organization, two or three players, the rest, you know, personnel. And now they can't go to practice, and, and now you've got to do this contained thing. So, uh, and, and LeFleur even started saying about this, it's been good so far, knock on wood, but all of a sudden Green Bay is a hot spot in the country, maybe because the kids are back at UW-Green Bay, uh, the students there, et cetera, the numbers are up. So I asked Corey Lindsley this. I said, because I would think, you know, normally as a Green Bay Packer, on Tuesdays you're making personal appearances or going on a radio show. Uh, Thursday night, you're going out to dinner, you know, with your fellow teammates. Uh, and Sundays, you're, you're doing the Lambo Leap. So, I mean, this, just get up from work and, 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 and get up in your house and go to work at this, you know, stadium and practice and then go back home. I mean, guys are going to get stir-crazy, right? And Corey Lindsley, I asked him, have you guys talked about that? What are you going to do from, like, getting on each other's nerves and, and, and going nuts during this COVID period? We've talked about that briefly in the past. I know that on these away games, you know, they've done a great job of, you know, we had video games. I know we were playing golf a little bit last uh, on Saturday night on the Xbox and stuff. And, and they, I guess that's like the bis- biggest extent that we've really gone to. And, then, you know, there's been cornhole tournaments and stuff, which has kind of lightened the mood and um, gotten guys up and moving around and stuff. But I, honestly, I think we got just in the line room. We have a we have a great room, and it kind of just being in there just breaks up the monotony of the day for a little bit, and we get to joke around and be around guys that we like. and And I just want to say some. I don't mean to say that you know guys. Obviously, guys have been doing a great job of putting the team first, but it's not like if a guy gets COVID, obviously if he's out partying or something. I mean, that's that's not putting the team first. But just because a guy gets COVID doesn't mean he wasn't putting the team first. Mike, I got a question for you. You've seen a lot of football. You've been around for a long time. Mike been around I mean, for a long time, man. Yeah, I need to know your understanding of this. Now, how do if you were LaFleur, okay, how do you get these guys to understand that the Atlanta Falcons, uh, they've been in, they've been winning all three of their games, but they've been in the fourth quarter. I mean, they lost these games in the fourth quarter with a backup quarterback against Chicago. We three and zero. We're riding high. We just beat Drew Brees. Everything is going great. How do I get these guys to focus and not take Atlanta lightly? Because you got a bye week after that, so four and zero is amazing, Mike. What would you say to them to keep these guys focused on the task at hand? Well, my joke would be is that you wouldn't show anything past the third quarter from the last game. But after that, <laughs> right? But I think one of the things one of the things yeah, that they do, Lee, right. is, is that they they will play you the highlights, the best plays of the particular yep. players that they think are to be active from the last two or three years. They scare the bejesus out of these guys, and that's what I keep on hearing is that the clips go back from two or three years that are prepared, mm-hmm. and that's what continues to grow and be the story, and is impressive. Is not only Lafleur, but his position coaches. I mean, look at how many combinations you've had in just three weeks on the offensive line, and look at the pass protection you had against Dennis Allen and his guys Sunday night in New Orleans. I mean, that was pretty good. And you made the point too about when Corey Lindsley is in there, it makes all the difference in the world in terms of the calls and the pass protections. 
and look at the improvement that you are that you are seeing with the wide receivers. And the answer to that is the coach they had last year wasn't detailed enough. So they move in the guy who was the assistant who's just crazy with film. And he breaks this stuff. He gives them in like Belichick fashion, here's the top four or three things you gotta know about this corner and safety that you're gonna face. Just focus on these tendencies. These position coaches I think are getting the right information to these players so that they are better prepared than ever before. And, oh, by the way, you bring in your old buddy, Ravel Martin. These players, these receivers are already talking about Ravel Martin is a guy that they can relate to, that he talks their language, that he's putting them through drills on the practice field that's improving their skills when it comes to looking the football in, those kinds of things. He's working with MVS and those kinds of things. So I and between Adam Stanovich, offensive line coach with pass protection, and Vrabel, and Ravel Martin, these guys that are working with receivers, I'm really impressed. Now, that doesn't mean that Jerry Montgomery, your defensive line coach, isn't doing his job. I think that's a roster situation when it comes to defensive line, and they got to work on that. Mike, you're good. Well, of course he's good. You're good. He's embedded. Good. He's yeah. embedded. We'll see you in February, but you're good. Well, I appreciate yeah. it, pal. Yeah. You know, Clemens, Thanks, Mike. You don't, I, 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 I got one more thing for you before we let you go. You got one more? Okay. When we talk about this this Falcons game coming up on Monday night at Lambeau Field, um, and then that bye week, and then Tom Brady, uh, and what the Falcons have looked like at the end of games the last two weeks, but knowing that the Falcons offense has put up a ton of points, just like the Packers have the first couple of weeks, and, and I see on Twitter something that drives Gary and Leroy crazy, the word terms trap game uh, for yeah. the Green Bay Packers. I, I just I can't get down with trap game for this one Mike, because their offense just puts up as many points as the Packers do, seemingly. And I haven't checked. You know, as Dan looked, at, I mean, what's the word on Julio Jones? Because uh, he was out this past week. Yeah, they haven't said yet on Julio. They haven't said. Yeah, yeah, I would seen. imagine he probably sits again, but who knows? Yeah, the thing about the Falcons, remember that drought they went through last year, inexplicable, and then they, you know, their backs are to the wall, and then those players somehow turned it around and they played for Dan Quinn, and now right. here they are letting that game slip away against Nick Foles. They just had no answers for him. Foles just does not care. He's throwing the ball into triple coverage. You know, he's, he's telling Anthony Miller, listen, man, um, when we line up, just run to the L in the word Atlanta, and I'll throw it to you. Down in Atlanta the other day. I mean, right. he's just playing backyard football, and, and the Falcons are running out of gas in the fourth quarter. And here's the killer. Matt LaFleur loves Dan Quinn. He gave him a job in Atlanta, along with Kyle Shanahan, when those guys went to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, Matt LaFleur, there's a lot of things that he does in his camp and with his players from Dan Quinn. How, how, it's, a, it's a dirty business. Now the LaFleur is the hottest new young coach in the NFL, and he could actually put his old boss out of work on Monday night. Yeah, could very well happen, but he won't be the only one. Adam Gaze will be out of work by the Jets before that, probably. Hey, uh, thanks so much for coming on, Michael. Thank you, boys. There thanks, he Mark. is. Michael Clemens, our embedded Green and Gold reporter on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is your passion outgrown your home? Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. The only problem with that, Steve, is the, the owner uh the Jets said this guy got a beautiful mind. He got a beautiful offensive mind, so he's already... 
then he's already in Adam Gates' corner. It was beautiful offensive. His beautiful offensive mind hasn't exactly. been seen since his first year as head coach of the Dolphins. Exactly. Since then, it's been all downhill. Now that football season is here, and the Q Club of Wisconsin welcomes both old and new customers for safe dining and watching the games with their huge entertainment game room and awesome food selections and drink specials. Find all of your favorites on their menu. Nothing's changed. Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday legendary fish fries piled Ah, ah, with all the extras. Start oh, your weekend man. early with their breakfast specials on Saturday and Sunday starting at 9 a.m. Visit their Facebook page or check them out, cubeclubofwi.com, for menu and updates. Cube Club of Wisconsin, yeah. North Grandview Boulevard in... He sounded like your puppet then, Gary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.